0: What's going on, guys? You are listening to Fast Baskets, the ultimate basketball podcast, where it is 10 minutes, one topic, no filler. My name's Nick.
1: And my name is Cam, and Nick, I have a question for you. And Cameron, and I have an answer for you. Kyrie Irving, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that is the greatest
0: question man has ever asked.
1: Like, Yeah, but...
0: Uh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, like we talked about this before and we got a little heated. Today's like today's topic is going to be the anomaly of a person in the timeline of Kyrie Irving, not just as a basketball player, but just as a personality in life and just everything he has done along his professional career.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, like cause the, the way it works is we have like a little thing of topics that we may put in. And, and one day I just threw the name Kyrie Irving in. And Nick just asked me, like, why is Kyrie Irving in here? And I said... Think about it. <laughs> and,
0: you know, like, the more you think about it, the more you realize just how much Kyrie has done. And I think, like, the best way to do it, like, let's just jump into the basketball career. Like, Cameron, like, what are just, like, in, in, like, one general thought, what is your opinion on Kyrie Irving as a basketball player?
1: Well, Kyrie Irving, in terms of a basketball talent, arguably the best finisher under the rim in NBA history. Great pull-up jumper. Handles second to none. Arguably even better than that of Allen Iverson in his prime. I mean... He, he could shoot, you know, if he wants to, he can defend. Like, he really, as a talent, is spectacular.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I'm on basketball reference now, and, like, we're going to get, like, all the accolades out of the way because that's not what we're here for. He's an NBA champ, six-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year, All-Rookie, you know, All-Star Game MVP. Like, that's great. We can't argue that. But we what we can argue is, like you said, what the fuck is he off the courts? <laughs> You know. Yeah,
1: yeah. And let's just start this at the beginning. You know, came into the NBA, before he even came to the NBA, played for Duke, played like ten to twenty games in there, broke his ankle and was still the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. So like right away it's it's like okay. And then gets on the Cavs and you can kinda of take off, you know, the start of the screw with the Cavs.
0: Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like and like that just shows how big you are. LeBron James wants to go play with you. Like that's how big of a name you are. Like it's not just you weren't just like the consensus number one pick. Like, you know, like you're not just you're not just a John Wall. Like you are like so much more than that because the best player in the world wants to go win a title with you.
1: He's going from Dwayne Wade and says, I want to go back home and I wanna play with Kyrie Irving. Dwayne Wade, like a top top twenty player of all time.
0: You know, like he, like he left one of the best shooting guards of all. Like LeBron left one of the greatest shooting guards of all time for Kyrie Irving. You know, and like, like yeah, no, like we're not here to argue how great he is as a basketball player, but as a person, I think it can just be described by a Bleacher Report article in November in November of two thousand seven by Mike Chiari. Um, the title is, and I quote: "Mike Irving explains flat Earth stance says there is no real picture of planet." <laughs>
1: yeah and you know i kind of said this before you know he loves kobe bryant you know he models game kobe rest in peace was a mentor and idol of him to him i should say and he really he really took the Mamba mentality and embodied it so much so that he became not only a contrarian of not working hard of literally everything
0: yeah yeah everything like you said you know he is just all over the place and like in Kobe's in – like, in, like, in, like, the world of Kobe Bryant, like, he was almost like King Midas, you know, where everything he touched turned the gold. We really can't say the same about Kyrie, can we?
1: Kyrie Irving, yeah, just looking at his career again, kind of injury-ridden, Um, came in. The kind Cavs of never really did anything till LeBron came. Again, was hurt that first time LeBron lost to the Warriors. Was there the second time hit that big shot, of course. Arguably one of the biggest shots in the NBA Finals history. Yeah, no but doubt. But that was really his last golden moment.
0: Yeah, did, like, the question mm-hmm. the question there, like, in terms of, like, him as a basketball talent, is that where he peaked? Like, is he going to reach anything greater than that?
1: As a talent, it's hard to say that he's regressed or isn't as good as he was. But in terms of moments, in terms of Kobe, 60-point games, pull-up jumper, LeBron, last, or, I mean, Jordan last game, step-back jumper, and the final, like, that was probably his moment. And he was, like, 25 when he did that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Like as a, as a young star, he was like he established himself super early as one of the best point guards in the league. But then, like as things go, like that's where things get a little more questionable. Like you see, like the leadership issues and the entire mess that was his tenure in the Boston Celtics, and you even see like sparkles of it, like today in Brooklyn, of the whole Kenny Atkinson's firing. Like you, like you have to like really question. Yeah, he's a great player, but do we see him as a
1: leader too? Absolutely not. Yeah, I, absolutely <laughs> not. And I remember <clears throat> he had a comment. And he wasn't even playing at the time and then that's the next season. I think they're in the seventh race seed. And mind you, like Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant haven't played all season. Kyrie here and there, but they're still a playoff team. And albeit the weak Western Eastern Conference, forgive me.
0: Yeah.
1: That being said, I remember he did an interview and he was like, "Yeah, our team's not good enough. We need more pieces." Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, like, for him to say that is just mind-boggling. Even without Kevin Durant, how is that not a title team with Kyrie Irving fully healthy and the whole team fully healthy? You know, you've got, like, you've got Dinwiddie coming off the bench. You've got Karis LeVert. You've got DeAndre Jordan and Jared Allen. Like, that team is a – they're a dark horse team. Like, you know, they're not a Milwaukee, but that's still a title team either way.
1: And On top of that, they have shooters as well. Like, mm-hmm. they're a really pretty good-built modern NBA team in terms of everyone can handle the ball, Every you know, obviously other than the bigs. Everyone can really shoot outside of Jared Allen and DeAndre Jordan. But they're a really good basketball team. And them to be in the position they're in, arguably the same team they were last season minus D'Angelo Russell. Plus Kyrie Irving.
0: You know, like, it's crazy. Like, would we say that, like, this season that, like, Was D'Angelo Russell a better fit than Kyrie Irving was at that point guard position? And yeah, sure, Kevin Durant isn't there right now. So it's really like, it'll be a whole different story next season. But like, from what I saw, like, D'Angelo Russell was the better
1: fit there. Yeah. And, you know, I'll raise you another one. When Kyrie went to Boston, they traded Isaiah Thomas. They were a much better team with Isaiah Thomas than they were with Kyrie Irving, who, Mm -hmm. you know, if you look at player for player, if you put Kyrie Irving, D'Angelo Russell, and Isaiah Thomas, like, if you put them in a the room, every one of their grandmother's picking Kyrie Irving. Yeah, 100%.
0: Like, I would absolutely pick Kyrie Irving. But at the same time, in terms of team success, it's been a downgrade both times. Like we said, we still haven't talked about, like, you know, we still haven't seen the best of this Brooklyn team because KD hasn't played. But, like, you know, it's been a two time downgrade. Like, that Boston team, similar to the Brooklyn squad, easily could have won a title. You can correct me if I'm wrong there.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I can't, you know, the year before. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown without Kyrie Irving because he was hurt. They're coming out party. Jason Tatum establishes himself as one of the best young players in the league, and Jalen Brown as a great two way player and one of the best young players in the league as well. You add Kyrie Irving, and suddenly they go from a conference finals going pretty deep with LeBron and the Cavs. Mm-hmm. That to, did go to a I game seven, a, right? It did. A, se- a seven game series with Jalen Brown and uh, uh, Jason Tatum as your two best players against LeBron James. And next year they get knocked out in the first or second round mm-hmm. yeah, with absolutely. Kyrie Irving. What? Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, like, you know, like, say what you want. That boils down to, like, Kyrie not being the leader he needs to be in the locker room. And it all that boils back down to him just being such just an anomaly of a persona, you know? He's just – you know, like, we, we've talked enough about how great of a basketball player he is, but as weird as a person, you know? Like, I hope he doesn't hear this because he's going to come to both of our houses. But, man, I have nothing
1: to lose here. <laughs> I would love to shake his hand. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Kyrie, if, come, come hit me up.
0: Yeah, uh, Kyrie, if, you, if you're listening to this, we would love to have you on the show for you to defend yourself here. But just as such a weird person and just another thing that like just talks about how much of an anomaly he is, the whole Uncle Drew
1: movie is like the 10th most important part of his career. That's a full-length movie. It's funny because when we were outlining this, you were looking just on the Wikipedia page and you were like, he was in a movie? I'm like, was he? And you're like, yeah, Uncle Drew. <laughs> yeah, like, we completely forgot about that.
0: He wasn't just in the movie, he was the movie. Like, that was him.
1: Yeah, and he had that persona before even the movie. And that's his nickname. He's Uncle Drew. But I, I just feel like there's so much packed in this guy who's not even 30 yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, Everything's no. happened to him.
0: <laughs> like, he has had the craziest five years of any professional athlete Arguably, the at least I've ever seen. You know, I'm 21, so I can't say what's happened. Like you know, before this decade, like per se, with if if a minute left, like I don't, I don't know. Like you know, looking back at the the last dance, Michael Jordan's career was insane, but it wasn't the last. I mean, but it wasn't Uncle Drew slash two-time downgrade slash you know just everything else in between while still being a great player. Just weird. I don't know how to describe it besides weird.
1: <laughs> Kyrie Irving is the greatest weird in terms of career. Just how it turned out, and kind of who he is. I, I think I'm sure he's a great guy, but you know, just in terms of the way his career went, and it's still going. Again, he's a young guy. It's just you said it's just weird, man.
0: Yeah, no. For only being in the in the league since 2011, it feels like he's done enough to like to like to call it a life. You know, he's had he's had that many headlines.
1: He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah,
0: yeah, sure. Why not? That's that's. I think that's the best way to close it. Kyrie <laughs> Irving is a Hall of Famer who we he, he is our lovable weirdo. <laughs> that that's that's a great
1: way to to describe it.
0: <laughs> no, absolutely. This has been our episode on Kyrie Irving. My name's Nick.
1: Yeah, my name is Cam. And thank you for listening.